0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 943 How Maggie's Topical English Can Get You a Seven or Higher on IELTS.
1: Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash score.
0: Maggie Abernathy with Topical English joins us today to provide three tips for using topics to study a language. Find out today how these tips can help you be ready to get past IELTS. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... All right, hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We have a special guest today, Maggie Abernathy with Topical English. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Thanks, Aubrey. My name is is Maggie, like she said. Um, I am a native English speaker from the USA, and I am an English teacher, but also I'm a language learner. And I've been living overseas for the last five years in different countries. So I actually came up with the idea for Topical English when I was trying to take a yoga class in Korean and I realized I really just needed to learn some specific vocabulary about that topic in Korean and it would have helped me out a lot to have it in one easy to find place and it wasn't anywhere. So I've been creating materials in English based on specific topics just to make it more accessible and easy to get things done that you need to do.
0: Yeah, so she's going to share with you guys three tips for using topics, for learning um, through this topical English way, which I'm very excited for you to learn about. Um, but first, tell us, so, you know, we know kind of how that idea formed, but where are you living now, and what exactly do you have? Uh, website, Instagram, what exactly um, do you have?
1: So, I'm currently in Germany, and... Uh, i started learning German like a month ago, so I've been using my own kind of techniques with this topics thing, too. Um, Basically, I think first about what I'm going to need the language to do. So, topical English mostly is for intermediate and advanced students who already have a basic grasp of English. They probably took English in school. They can communicate just fine, but they might want to do a specific activity that needs a lot of specialized vocabulary. Or if you want to introduce yourself and like I work online and I have weird hobbies, so I want to introduce myself in German. But there's a lot of weird vocabulary that isn't going to come up naturally in a textbook or on a course. So I use those goals in the beginning to focus on what I'm going to learn. And then I'm learning more relevant vocabulary to myself and I'll be able to use it more easily.
0: Yeah, so this is going to really ring um, useful to our listeners who mostly are studying for the IELTS exam. And Mm -hmm. this is definitely a great way to to be studying and learning about things you're interested in when you set a certain topic. So I'm excited for your tips on a great way to do this. So let's dive right in. Can you share with us what is your first tip?
1: Sure. Okay. So the first uh, tip that I came up with is to choose topics that are interesting and relevant to you. So they're not always interesting, but you might need to use them. So if you're living in a country where you need to communicate with a doctor in English or open a bank account, that maybe isn't a fun topic, but it's relevant to your situation. So you can choose topics that fit your hobbies. For example, your daily life needs, I also included um, things like your family's careers and your friends because you might want to talk about those like my parents My mom was a librarian. So I want to talk about that So I had to learn vocabulary about libraries even though I'm not a librarian So you also want to think about your social circle and people that you might be meeting when you're choosing a topic some other things that might be relevant for example In sports, you might want to think about if you're playing the sport or watching it, because if you're playing it, you maybe are getting instructions from the coach, and you might need to know, like, strategy vocabulary, but if you're watching it on TV, you might need to know, like, cheers or something. So, think about what you're even doing with the topic, and get as specific as you can, so that you can really narrow down the kind of vocabulary and phrases that you want to learn.
0: Yes, this is so helpful, not only for communicating every day, but also when studying for the IELTS exam, we often will do podcasts with, you know, vocabulary for specific questions. And if you don't have vocabulary about that topic or that idea, then you could be a little stuck. So, yeah, it's also going to help our students prepare for their speaking exam and for writing so that they have vocabulary for any topic they could be asked about. Okay, what is um, tip number two?
1: Okay, so tip number two is to set a goal, like kind of incorporating what I was just talking about. So some goals, some examples might be, I want to be able to understand a yoga class. So that was my goal when I was first um, learning Korean, was um, I needed to learn the body parts and instructions, like inhale, exhale. So I didn't need to learn everything about yoga and all the pose names, but I needed to understand what she was saying to do with my body. So if you set a goal, you can focus on those kind of words and phrases, and then you can go to a yoga class, for example, and see if you did it. And then you'll know if you're being successful, because it should be kind of measurable. Another example that I chose was I want to understand um, a news article about exploration on Mars. So it's really specific. You will need to know vocabulary about space, And Mars and terrain and things like that and then you can test yourself because there are lots of articles about Trips to Mars so you can read one if you don't really understand it Try some more of the vocabulary and then choose another one and see if you've made progress Understanding those words so if you choose something really specific then you'll know if you're like making progress, or if you need more work on those words, or if there's just more vocabulary to learn. Yes. I love that. That's
0: an excellent tip because sometimes if your goal is too big, like Mm -hmm. if our student's goal is just get the score I need on the exam, that's hard to measure. that's so broad. It's so (laughs) broad. It's hard Mm -hmm. to track. But if you break it down to individual topics like this, what is my goal for this topic? What do I want to be able to say? What do I want to be able to write? And then that Mm -hmm. is measurable, like you said.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, so share your third tip.
1: Okay, so my third tip is that you should practice with both input and output. I think I don't know about when you're studying for IELTS, but just in general, I know that a lot of students are nervous about the output or they don't really know how to do it, so input is a lot easier. Um, so some suggestions for input would be um, like podcasts or YouTube videos or articles about that topic. So they don't have to be for English learners. They can just be you know, by NASA or by a yoga channel or something. But um, you can use that for, to get what vocabulary you want to learn. But for output practice, some ideas could be you can keep a diary or you can write. I like to do that myself. I try to write about my interests, or I write a paragraph like diary every day and try to incorporate those new words. And you can even get someone to check it for you so you can like see if you're doing it right. And another one that I like to do is I like to write conversations because that's like a more natural way that you would use, especially if you're wanting to work on speaking. So you can... Invent two characters and have them talk to each other. And then you can use that dialogue, you can record yourself in both parts, or you can have a friend record a part of it. But this way you get some speaking practice, but you're still also, you know, having time to think about what you want to write. And things like that. So I think that's that's kind of a fun exercise.
0: Yes. Oh, it's so smart to think about (laughs) because I think you're right. Sometimes when I'm learning language as well, I will do, I'll focus too much on input and that's all I'm Mm -hmm. doing and realizing I'm not really writing or speaking at all. And you don't always track it as well as you need to. So you don't even realize, right? So yeah. yeah. And I think
1: if you simulate the environment you're going to use it in, Mm -hmm. because if you're going to use these words when you're talking, but you only ever read them on a comfortable chair When you're in this high-pressure environment, it might not come to mind, even though you know the word. So if you've practiced it in a place that's a little scarier, like at a conversation exchange, it might come to mind more easily when you're taking a test or something.
0: That's a good point. We tell our students, and you guys will remember this from previous episodes, that if you're speaking out loud, it's often wise to either speak in the mirror or maybe print a face and put it on the mirror Oh, because they will be speaking to an examiner Mm face-to-face, and sometimes this examiner won't react. And if you're not used to having a right there, that can really throw you off. And like you said, the things you've been practicing and learning might not come to mind unless Mm -hmm. you are making sure that your practice is how it will be on test day.
1: Exactly. That's a great tip. I like that.
0: (laughs) So tell us, let our listeners know, where can they find you? I know you're on Instagram. I was looking at all of your awesome stories and your tips. It's so (laughs) fun. Um, And then also your website.
1: Mm-hmm. So our website is just topicalenglish.com and we put a lot of blog posts up with um, kind of the phrases. It's just meant to be a resource so if you are choosing a topic then you can go on there and see if there's anything about like phrases, idioms, vocabulary, expressions, that kind of thing. Also phrasal verbs that come up a lot in certain cases. So there's blogs on our website and then we have a pretty great community on both Instagram and Twitter. and. I was originally doing this with another teacher but she's on kind of personally right now. So she was managing Instagram which I'm not as good at but I'm trying. <laughs> and she, I was doing Twitter. So I'm doing both of them right now. So um it's like it's not as robust as You're it, wearing two it usually is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But um we do post different content in both places just for, oh, okay. you know, more interesting conversation. Um so we post things like quizzes and vocabulary and I usually will post a photo and kind of like a writing prompt so people can talk about the topic so we change our topic every week and we do take requests so if somebody has an interest in a topic and we haven't covered it we're happy to create some content about that topic and each Sunday we change to a new topic and ultimately we would like to create some like month-long deeper study content on the website so people can like do a deeper dive but right now we just do um, like a week's worth of vocab and some phrasal verbs and expressions and stuff like that but we will give you feedback on writing too if it's short like if you comment on instagram and say how do do, like we can help you out
0: I get it. is this sentence correct? Right. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so exactly. Guys check it out. This is a really mm-hmm. good resource for you, especially if you're wanting to speak, to peek, pick <laughs> bleh, to pick a specific topic yeah. that you know comes up often on IELTS. You know you need vocabulary about it. This is this is a great resource. So check it out, topicalenglish.com. And also come back to the blog. I will link to it on our blog, alliersenglishcom IELTS. And thank you, Maggie, for being here today. This is such a fun conversation. I'm excited for our listeners to have this resource.
1: Thanks for having me. Yes. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. So I know you've got a lot going on, but remember...